0: Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Tail, and I'm your host, Joser Jr., and tonight with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. What's been new, Ryan?
1: I, I went RC car racing. Where? I, I went racing at Dollar Hobbies uh, last Friday. How'd that this go? This Friday? Last Friday. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was last Friday. How'd that go? Uh, it was good. Um... I only had uh one other stadium truck to race, the rest of the people in it were stock slash, but I wanted to play with my truck before I got rid of it. So I was gonna had say that was, it.
0: that was for sale. Um have you had any bites
1: on it? Yeah. Just uh yeah, I had one offer that I probably should have taken, but I was being stubborn. That was on the first day. Yeah. And now I'm just I'm just letting it sit. Um, it's not, you know, it's not anything urgent, so.
0: Yeah. But.
1: I'm using my truck for clay
0: myself. Uh, I had to find a reason to keep it, so. Yep. It's going to be my 510 beater, maybe the toy box too.
1: I just figured with as little as I go racing, I just, as far as 10th scale off-road, I just, or anything in general, I just need one car. You know, per option. So I got a, a carpet buggy, I got a clay buggy, and I have a 8th scale nitro buggy as far as off-road, and that's all I need. So speaking
0: of v- multiple vehicles, I had an interesting encounter. I don't necessarily think it's bad, but I wanted your opinion on it because you were once a team manager for Fox Shocks. Yep. So I put in my team application for JT bearings because I use their products whenever... I use JT or WITS whenever I go aftermarket. And the guy's like, well, I looked up your account and you really don't buy too much from us. I'm like, well, I have several vehicles I would outfit my vehicles with. It's like, plus, you know, I always give my sponsors somewhat of a plug on this podcast and i know they do more business because of this podcast whether they might not know it with j concepts or they know it a lot with donathan you know there's yep. a scale and he, he straight up goes i don't think that you would buy enough for me to make it worth my while and i'm like huh I've n- I've never heard th- I I ain't get offended or mad and I'm not offended or mad. I've just never heard that side of it.
1: Yeah. Um I I had interesting encounters uh when I was doing the sponsorship with the amateur racers for Fox. Um some of the kids and they were I just assume they were kids, they teenagers or young 20s or whatever. Um, some of them just wanted to be sponsored. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the big advantage as an amateur to be on the race program was to get, save a huge chunk of money. Uh, aftermarket shocks are, are really expensive in pretty much any full scale racing world that you're talking about. Um, so when we gave people, uh, a 25 or a 40 or a 50% off deal. They they were saving uh, themselves or their parents or somebody a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I, I never really wrapped my head around the guys that were handing in resumes basically just to say that they're sponsored. Yeah. And the only reason I bring that up is, um, I, I get what he's saying. Like, yeah, you haven't bought all that much from me in the past. Another thing that comes into play is you kind of go back and forth year by year. Um, your motivations kind of yeah. change and your strategies change. Sure. As far as what you're trying to do with the sponsorship, yeah. uh, one year you're kind of giving everything away, trying to build up the team. Um, and sometimes the very next year, you're you're playing with a much smaller budget and you you don't have yeah you don't have that allotted budget anymore to play with and i don't know maybe maybe he just feels like it's not going to be worth the time to to put in the orders and the the time that it takes to hand it off from person to person to actually get the thing out the door um I don't know. He's not yeah. he's not seeing both sides of it. I don't know if you pitched the podcast to him or not. Oh, I did. That, he knows who that, I am. Okay. Um but th- sometimes they need to be reminded though, too. Like, hey, you know, I not only not only am I going to Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm only going to get 6 vehicles worth of bearings per year. Well, but, yeah. I 6 um, I mean Here's here's what I can really do for you. Sure, I'm not going to increase yeah. your bank account but you're going to get exposure. Right. Out of me and it's not going to be some crappy race report on Facebook that literally nobody ever reads all the way through. Yeah, I think I think uh, like I've only gotten I, don't, I honestly I don't know how that thing that trend is still going. I don't know. Dude, it, how, I don't know why places are still so asking for that. It's I at this point if I was still in that game, I would just be asking for original content and you know make sure you throw in a shout out here and there i've said it before the, the appropriate on here. tags
0: i've said it before on here i don't know if you're friends with him on facebook but zach rose always has the best uh race reports
1: okay yeah i have no idea who
0: that is but he's just like well this is how my this is where it went to hell and then this asshole says these tires work but they don't work for jack and you know, just going—they're—they're they're just fun, right? And I actually read his race reports to where it's like when I see a teammate post something, it's like oh, okay, and I hit the like button, and they do the same to me. But it really doesn't, you know, in any in whatever contract you sign, that they're not legally binding by any means. But in whatever contract you sign, they all say in whatever you do for pitchers. On your Facebook, you gotta hit hashtag GoJ Concepts, hashtag Donathan race Racing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So yep. That I mean that's. And I'm one just of the saying the type of
1: stuff it. that entertains me is the just go beyond. You know, yeah. You can tell me what your results were or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't really need to hear about the changes that you made throughout the day or just. Give me something else, you know, some orig- a cool, just a cool photo yeah. to look at. If you come up with a really cool photo and tag your sponsors in that, I honestly feel like so, that would be more valuable in today's day and age because it has to capture your attention. And
0: look at yeah. my last podium pictures and look at the two-wheel drive buggy where I Photoshop Greg Gurton's face in that little kid. Okay. Now that was original and funny. I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. But, but the thing is, because they got the podium wrong, and Greg was already gone, so it's like, hey, Jeremy goes, let's have this kid stand in for him. I'm like, you know, it'd be funny if I photoshopped his face in there. He's like, oh, do it. I go, it's going to be cheesy. He's like, even better. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: So, yeah, dude, uh, that's one of those things. It's We're not doing it exactly right, but we don't know how to do it. If it, that, that's the way I feel. Yep. So anyway, you know, man, I've been, I've been racing like crazy myself. How'd you do in truck? You just kind of walked away with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't dominate or anything. It was an interesting race because we were dealing with stock slash traffic. So we I mean, everybody was getting tangled into everybody at different points in sure. the race. So, um, everybody. Th- that was a pretty relaxed class. Everybody was just having fun. Did you run your buggy? Nope. I only <laughs> wanted to... It was a Friday night. Those go by so fast that I I didn't want to race two vehicles. Sure. I had pulled some electronics out of um, one of my touring cars because they were mod electronics. So I wanted to get those back into an off-road car. Mm-hmm. And... So I I didn't have time to uh, time the motor or do any gearing changes or anything like that. So I was like, you know what, I'll just uh, leave this buggy here. I can get back to it another day. I I knew I was planning on dumping the stadium truck so that I wasn't buying any more stadium truck tires. And I thought, well, I'll have some fun with it. Look at this beautiful Bruce St. Ives painted body one more time before it goes down the road. Right, right.
0: That sounds like a plan. What springs are
1: you, you went racing this weekend? How'd that go?
0: No, I went yeah, I went uh to Thunder Road. Uh an advance wheeler. Um the only person I, I didn't lap was John Martin. And then um the car's just so good. And I asked Brian if I'm like, dude, can I go up to expert wheeler? And stay in advanced two-wheel. And he's like, no, you got to go up in both when you go up. It's like, damn it. Because we're having battles like crazy. Sure. So So in round one, Senior and Greg Gurton literally tied qualifying. And I was like a second behind them. Um, but for the main, there were two tents. Between Senior, who took TQ, um, Aiden Dang took se- qualified second, and I qualified third. There were two tenths between us three, and then Gert was down by, like, another second or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, dude, the racing's really good right there. I don't want to move in two-wheel, because it's just, you know, it, it it's unbalanced, and it's like, I hit another level with that Wheeler that I'm not hitting with the two-wheel. Okay. And, like, just like Joe 3. So, perfect example is I kind of want to bump Joe 3 up, but he wants to finish points out in Sportsman, but he wants... I know. He wants to. But he wants Sportsman by a minute. So. Yeah. It's one of those things...
1: It's like you wish you could get into their head and be like, "Dude, you are you are so not gonna care about this sportsman trophy." Oh, he <laughs> in, cares about in a year or two. He, he cares, I know.
0: But r- as of now, he cares about every trophy he gets. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't care about the points necessarily in the classes I'm running, but the competition two wheels just really good for me right now. So, yeah, right on. Um, I was leading two-wheel stock, and there's this off-camber triple. I'm running a 4,100 pack, which I don't really feel the fade except for on that off-camber triple. Like, the first six, seven laps, I can make it. And then I went for it on, like, the eighth or ninth lap, whatever. I cased it, crashed. I'm like, okay, well, I took the corner wrong, went for it again. Oh, I took the corner wrong again after I crashed. And then I crashed a third time. And I'm like, all right, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> and then I lost the lead. I was down by five seconds to Greg. I spent the rest of the race catching up. Last lap, I'm on his tail. But the only place I have to pass him is on that triple. I'm like, God, there's nothing left. This battery is soft. I'm like, but I got to go for it. So I went for it and crashed, and Greg Gurton took the win. Fun fact: Greg Girton is the one who started this podcast
1: with me. Nice, I had no idea. Yeah, I don't remember that name, but well, is that one of the is that the lost episodes yep. that we can't really get to?
0: Oh, you can. I'm just not letting you know how. <laughs> yeah, no, he's on those. Anyways, uh, hey. Before we get into any more content and results, people should check out our shirts at uh, pwrmerch.com. Search "ran out of talent." I got a hoodie and a shirt myself. They're pretty good quality. I was wearing it on the podium. I was wearing the t-shirt on the podium pick at. thunder last week if you want to check it out get yourself a shirt also check out the other stuff they got they have 510 shirts um they have mnrc shirts mmr just got a shirt there's mugs there's aluminum tumblers go check out the whole deal so anyway yeah i just wanted to throw that plug out now and i'll probably throw it out again at the end of the episode buddy yeah so anyway do you know there was an alleged big off-road race in Cleveland last weekend
1: yeah why is it alleged because I didn't
0: hear about it until practice started Caden Voss went okay Um, it's like dude did you see any advertising for I know you're not on Facebook as much as I am but I'm on social media a lot, and I had no idea that that race was happening this week.
1: No, no, I, the last thing that I remember, there was a a week or two ago, there was a big J-Con race, right?
0: Yeah, there was advertising for that well in, a month in advance on Facebook. Cause I remember looking like, oh, I can't go. I'm I'm too broke to travel. Okay. But you know, and there's all there's a ton of JCon INS and NCTS races coming up that it's like, damn it, I can't go because of this, that, or the other. Right. But I know when they are because I always see the advertisements on Facebook, and same with other races. You know, other big races. This Cleveland race, the on-road race, doesn't need the advertising because it's been going for. 35 years on Thanksgiving weekend. They had over 300 entries. It's got to be the biggest on-road race in the country. Has to be. It's got to be bigger than uh Snowbirds by now, I would think. Cuz snowbor- Snowbirds, they add in the oval entries. I'm like, yeah, they don't really count. I mean, they do. Don't give me. They count for money in the promoter's pocket. But uh... I only count the road course guys myself. And then the week after, Scotty, Scotty and them guys set up jumps at the same location. And it's like, if I would have known that, I might have gone. Because that would be <laughs> a blast. Smart move for him. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I mean, I had no idea. There was no promotion for this race that I saw whatsoever. And Live RC was there they had moving cameras they had good coverage you think i go on live rc every single day at lunch i remember the story i ended on the day before and i just scroll to that story every day wherever i ended the day before and there was nothing dude it's where i could have been totally blind to it but yeah they only had I mean not only, but hundred and thirty entries to where that should have been three, four hundred entry race. Sure. So anyway. Um I don't know how Caden did. I know he made the A. In both nice. of, Yeah. Um but uh, who else was there? I think uh Aiden Horn, Ryan Cavalieri and Cole Tollard were all there. Mm hmm. So yeah. Look I mean it looked fun. The track looked awesome. It had really good elevation changes but nobody knew about it. I mean, and it's a Scotty Ran race. Scotty knows better. So Anyway, um do you have any more results or should I get into my Island Speedway? I went there a couple weeks ago.
1: Oh, yeah, let's hear about Island Speedway.
0: So, it was um, a gone bananas race. And most of the guys there were on foam tires, including Senior and Joe 3. And it was a fun layout. It was tight. You didn't have a second to breathe. There was no straightaway whatsoever. Uh, Very technical, very fun. Um, I do have to say for Wheeler, I did have to go to foams. I, uh, dude, I, I had to, or I could have pulled out of the class, but I wasn't going to do that.
1: Okay. Um, why is that? You think I was a
0: second off.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm just asking, why do you think that is
0: foam tires are faster on carpet? There's okay. no doubt about it. I don't care. What is,
1: what is it about them that makes them faster?
0: They're more consistent. They don't move, you know. They're they're just, they adhere to the carpet better.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, They're just, so in two wheel, I was three tenths off with rubber tires. I'm like, you know what, I'll live with it. I could have maybe gotten up to second if I were on foam tires, but I finished fourth. uh, Expert. Stock went down to a C main. I qualified and finished fourth. I think that's pretty good. Um, I know I couldn't have won because uh, there's a guy there, Jamie. He's really turned it on since the last time I raced with him, which was like a year and a half ago. He's like one of his cars. He's got that will speed setup. That's super. like baller expensive carpet setup from England and he's driving excellent and his cars are so planted. It's like, I watch his cars. It's like, huh, mine can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, he was on fire. He drove an excellent race. And, but besides that though, it was a great Race weekend. We had a blast. Island Speedway. I put pictures of it on my Facebook page. I forgot to put a picture of the on-road track. They have absolutely everything you could imagine. Um, There were some oval guys. So they ran an oval club race simultaneously. You'd never know it because the oval track is so far away from the off-road track that you couldn't even hear the announcer. Okay. For the oval. So... Kyle Holmberg stopped by because he was on his way to Davenport. So he stopped by and checked out the facility. He was going to bring a car, but ended up not. What was in Davenport? Uh, I believe his grandma had a birthday or something.
1: Oh, okay, cool. So
0: he was on his way down anyway. Uh, Davenport's like 40 minutes from there. But, yeah, it was a great time, and they're going to have a (laughs) – Foam tire, like a spec foam tire only race in February. I'm going to go to.
1: Perfect.
0: So, yeah. Oh, it was a great time. Joe 3 TQ'd in one sportsman. Senior didn't quite make the A in two wheel. Um, I think he finished fourth or fifth in the A in uh, mod truck. So. Nice. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, the truck was mod. What did he oh, put in the mod truck? Ten five. And my wheeler, I left the because I have a like not a just stock, it's a pro stock ESC. So I just added boost to it, and that's all it needed. So, nice. yeah, dude, it was great time. Can't wait to go again. Can't great group of guys down there. Yeah, um, yeah, check it out. Island Speedway, they're down in Muscatine, Iowa. One thing that I get why they do it, but they have a separate Facebook page for everything. So they have Island Speedway Off-Road, On-Road, Oval, Rock Crawler Course, etc., etc., etc. So, yeah, they got everything you want or need. How about it? Yeah. Yeah, Oval guys are, were, that was funny, so I'm like... Dude, what are those guys doing in that room? I was asking one of the owners. He's like, oh, they're done racing. So they party in party in that room. It's like the size of a jail cell. There's like <clears throat> 10, 12 guys in there just getting hammered. <laughs> it's like, okay. He's like, hey, they, they stay to that room. They do whatever and they don't cause any trouble and they're quiet when they leave. I'm like, hey, I don't care. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh.
0: So yeah. Anyway, what else do we got?
1: You tell me, Joe. All right, are we all done with the uh, moto sheets? Yeah, we can be done with moto sheets. All right. Uh for for on-road racers though, uh MMR looked like they had a pretty good turnout on Sunday, so that's good to hear. Some decent on-road racing going on. Uh last minute, the Christmas classic is going on this weekend at Dollar Hobbies in Woodbury, Minnesota. You can still fit into that. Um, it's it's really it looks like a great layout. It, it's similar to one that I've really really enjoyed in the past. Yeah. So I, I think they're going to have a lot of fun over there this weekend. Hope some people show up. Uh, it's been tough getting on road racing rolling over there this year. Dude. It's um, it becomes increasingly difficult to uh to really get your on road on over there it um you know just if if a couple people don't show up it just kind of snowballs yeah after that right because yep. on well, road numbers don't have all in hand to give yep anyway so well jason um, ching says we if we, yeah, we want to keep racing there you got to show up yep jason so.
0: ching says he's showing up this sunday so
1: um, that's oh the, yeah. Do yeah, you think he's actually gonna put a car on the track?
0: He says he's gonna show up. No promises. Other way.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, he didn't say he's racing. Yeah, he, he says <laughs> might he's... just might just be might just be hanging out with the the coolest looking pit area. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely got that going on.
0: Yes. Um, the thing that killed Dollar for me was they stopped racing on Saturdays. Regardless, sure. on-road, on off-road, I just can't make it down there on any other day except for Saturdays, but they made uh, an executive decision, so I'm like, well, it's a shame, but it is what it is. Maybe they'll race on Saturdays again, we'll
1: see. Yeah, it would be worth a shot just because... You know we're uh well. Here's the deal: three three years into this thing or whatever, and uh, something something's got to change.
0: When they were racing on Saturday, they were getting something. Yep. R- racing on Fridays, well, racing on Sundays, they're getting nothing. Racing on Fridays off road, it's like, uh, I mean, it's like we were averaging thirty twenty five to thirty five entries on Saturdays. Yep. I don't know if they're doing that on Fridays right now.
1: Uh no, not for well, they're not doing on road on Friday nights. I'm saying off road. Uh it I don't think it was that many, but it was it was pretty decent the well, last time. Well that's good. So.
0: That's good. Um yeah, I just it's like like I've said, there's just a couple of things. Like they have an hour lunch. Well, when I was there on when they race Saturdays, there's that hour lunch break that really turned people off. I don't know if they do that on Sundays, but especially on Sundays if they do that, oof, that's just no good. Right. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I hope they do well for um. The Christmas race.
1: For sure. So I still gotta get over. I gotta get over there on a week. A week evening and play with my on-road cars I haven't dusted them off yet this year
0: i have to grab my radio hold on one second because
1: after last episode
0: i get a pm from kyle holmberg and he goes hey you think you're turning your speed down but you're doing it wrong everything you're feeling is a placebo effect i'm like no way he goes yeah He goes, all you're doing is you're feeling the feeling setting, but you're not actually turning speed down. So I'm like, all right, what's the deal? So I'm getting to it right now. So you go to setting, you go to speed. So I had it turned down, but under forward and return, there's point. Stock point is set at 100%. So you're never really getting to it because it's set at 100%. You want that started at 1%. So it started at the beginning of it. And then there's in-out. Okay. You want it set on out. Okay. So 1% and out, which other radios I've had, I've never had to deal with that. But I did this on my radio, and I did it on Joe 3's radio, and it was... An immediate improvement because right I thought I was turning my speed down, but I was not. Interesting. Yeah, I put that number one in the deal because it's like, ooh, because yeah, that's got to get situated. Um, I already talked about JT. You know, one other thing, it's like you know, I got um, I applied for one-up just to see, because one-up's got some cool shit. Yep. And Joe Pillars just goes, nah. I'm like, that's fine. Nah, it's just fine. I don't mind that. Um, so, because a lot of people don't like, I mean, a lot of people listen to the podcast, but a lot of people don't like that. I started you you've noticed cuz you've been doing this with me for 70 some episodes whatever and i've started being more me instead of that fake ass nice that i was being initially <laughs> okay and like they like it but they don't like it for their company which i can understand um So, should we go through, um, some silly season stuff?
1: Yeah, right after we talk about, um, I'm just, I'm just not happy about this, uh, lead finger racing bruggy body for the mini-truggies. Yeah, I know. It's gonna expose the shock tower now, and the shocks. Those people can break Uh, their shit. You're just gonna be beating on the vehicle. It is, um... It's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It's, it's a good-looking body. It's not nearly as ugly as some of the 8th-scale <clears throat> bruggy bodies, but I, I just think the whole concept sucks because it looks absolutely nothing like a truck.
0: Those novice guys that have a 5.5 five in their truck are going to absolutely destroy the front end of their trucks. I see you what you mean. you think so.
1: But, uh, hey, they're going to save the body
0: oh, and their sweet paint job.
1: Oh, so. Yeah, no,
0: I saw that. I'm like... Dude, I love Leadfinger and all those guys, but they can Yeah, F they
1: make nice looking stuff. They no can
0: doubt. F right off with that nonsense. And I'll yep. say I'll say that to, uh other people. It's gonna sell too. though.
1: I mean we saw right away there was they were generating excitement. Well also so.
0: I'll say this. It will not do jack shit on the indoor. It'll do well, I'm I bet it'll do well on the outdoor, but handling wise it won't do anything anything on the indoor and again it's a placebo effect if you think otherwise you're they'd be wrong otherwise
1: it might be massive on like you say on a outdoor scale track though
0: oh dude imagine ricks how windy that track is
1: yeah I, i would i don't even know that i when i had a mini truggy i cared a lot about it so i probably wouldn't even run it out there
0: I ran mine at Rick's, and it was fun. But, you know, when the wind picked up, you had to keep that truck low.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'd rather have a nice heavy nitro vehicle yep. knifing through the wind out there. Yeah, for sure. Of course, I'd have to actually load up and go play with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see here. Tebow.
0: Is going to be going with Teakin Racing. And he's been. Because he's out of Macklin. And he's been testing Red's engines. But there's nothing official. Yeesh. Well. They got. They finally ditched that dumb ass two needle carb. Dumbest carb in the world. Um. They got a decent three needle going on. And um. Yeah, he's been liking it, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, maybe, I mean, the Teakins probably won't blow up on him, so that'll be a positive. He won't lose races because of his electronics like he was with uh, other brands. Sure. Uh, Cavalieri signed with um some no-name OS brand signature motor. I've never even heard of it. Uh, what is it called? Let me look. Just They are called... Alessi? Screw it. They're OS-based motors. He's going to have a reliable motor. Because he was also on that MX team. So was Ryan Mayfield. Um. He's going to be running... VP Fuels Pro Oh and ProTech Engines. So, that will be decent. Um, Spencer Rivkin has been seen uh yeah, it doesn't say who Battier with Nitrolux. So now Joe Bornhorse. It's to be said. So I thought I never said it on here, um, but it's been said on other podcasts. People thought Seth was out of techno. But hmm, then okay. all of a sudden, Seth starts posting his setup sheets on social media, tips and tricks to do with techno-specific stuff. I'm like, yeah, huh, maybe he's not out of techno. So it looks like uh, Joe Bornhorst is going to be out. Where he goes, I don't know, man.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: The dude, you know, I get at a at a track how you can be somewhat of a jerk, but uh, I've done I racing with the guy. I've been in a room where he knows I'm there, and I've been in a room where he does in a race where he doesn't know I'm there. He's the same jerk in I racing. He's just a jerk, man. So, (laughs) okay. I heard, you know, they're saying either HB or S works, but another rumor is he's quitting RC and he's getting a job in civilian life. You know what? That would be the best thing in my opinion. Really? Oh yeah. Um, Barufalo to Techno. I think we already said that one. It's rumored Ryan Lutz will not be returning to WRC. Man, is that going to be it for Lutz?
1: Yeah, he's really been going through them.
0: But, I mean, so with Agama, he was really making strides, and it was really shocking that he left for WRC. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? But, you know, he must got offered something, and
1: yeah. Got some big promises, and perhaps they did not deliver.
0: Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to see... Where David Ronald Folks gonna be going? He's gonna be going live sometime soon tonight. So by the end of this, we might have an answer where Ronald Falk's going. Um, the guess is Mayako. Okay. So ch- ch- Kyle McBride still nobody knows where any where he's going. Um, ch- 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 nothing else important. Nothing else important. But yeah, there's gonna be some musical chairs and I'm so Mayfield is not active on social media whatsoever. And whatever he posts, he's not writing it. I believe Jason's writing it. You know what I mean? Right. Which is fine. You know, better off. Good on him. But I kind of wonder if he's out of Yokomo. Not out or if he's quitting Yokomo because he hasn't been getting the results he can, get. like, would he go with the, um... God, there's got to be somewhere where he can go just to run ten scale. Sure. But the only thing that points that way is really Schumacher because he's got a really good thing going with Mugen. I don't see him leaving Mugen. That's been kicked around a little bit, but nah, he ain't leaving Mugen. Okay. So, Yokomo did come out with updated cars, but it's still eh, mediocre results for the guy. And the Yokomo, I don't know, Have you, did you ever have a Yokomo?
1: Uh, no, I have not.
0: They're a very uncomfortable car. In what way? You can either be fast with them or you can be, have an easy drive. Those two don't go hand in hand. Okay. Like with Associated and Lozy and all that. Like I drove one of the, I drove one of Bowman's cars. I forget when, a week before the JC race. That's what it was. Okay. And that thing was easy to drive, and it was fucking fast. So it's like, you can get both. But, Yokomo, I had a Yokomo. Dude, it's not there. I mean, you can get it fast, but it's not easy. Sure. Sorry. I am trying, I'm trying to fit a body right now, because, so... I got the ugly ass pug nose finisher for my for my truck and I cut out the stock holes and it's not right. Huh. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out if I can make it sorry, if I can make it work. I'm putting the magnets on it to see if I can find any holes to line up with it. But you'd think a T six point two would be exact same mounting holes, but they're not. No kidding. No, you'd think, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this thing work, 'cause I did a really bad job on the paint work, but it's still new Lexan. And I think, I don't know, my other body's beat to hell. It's the uh, <laughs> when I got the truck originally, it's what I had, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I went to the chiropractor for the very first time in my life tonight. It's weird being able to move my neck and move in directions. Oh, yeah. Have you ever done that?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I go regularly. Really? Yep.
0: So here's the deal. I... Like, my massage therapist and everybody i go to a i have to be referred to from somebody i trust b they have to be strong i will not go to an overweight doctor i will not go to an overweight this that or the other somebody who's not strong so i got my massage therapist dialed in and now this chiropractor i do jujitsu with them but i'm like yeah whatever the dude's strong don't get me wrong and then um I uh, a couple guys from the gym went to him. They're like, "Oh my god," because he doesn't sit there and like go super fast. He goes super slow and gets the adjustments that he wants because he's strong enough to make whatever cracks happen without, you know, yanking the shit out of you. Okay. So I went tonight. Yeah, it was it's good. It's just weird being able to move freely. Sure. Um, what else? I think that's all I got for notes. It was silly season, because that's all that's really happening right now. We're all waiting on, like, bated breath. Because Techno, man, they gotta shrink. They really do. And I'm curious to see who's out. I know Tyler Jones had a very, very solid year himself. Um, Jared Wiggins works for him, so he's in. Then you got Jared Tebow on top, so then it's Born Horse and Van Dalen. Van Dalen's got some really good TQs. Born Horse, man, he's in the mains, but he's like six. Yeah. I mean, that's way better than any of us would do, but, dude, six doesn't matter. I mean, nobody remembers who took six at the World's. it doesn't matter I mean you might remember some of the podiums at some of these bigger races because it might have been a great race or somebody finishes on the podium that's not expected but yeah anywho uh, let's see so before we get into the tech inspection we have an ad we have an ad from Party Crashers right yeah party crashers rc racing has done a few ads with us and we really like chris the owner of it um he's now offering something new um they now offer one seventy-six scale micro rc car racing sets for rental um these remind us all of the old slot cars except they're smaller that we had as kids, but they're RC cars, and you can use the whole track. The cars are true hobby-grade RC cars. You charge them with these little sub c chargers. They're kind of cool. Um, And they're fully adjustable, the radios are, so you can turn the dual rates for the throttles up and down and the steering up and down. Um, You can set the trims, all that stuff. Uh... They're smooth and precise on the track. You you can charge them in 20 minutes, and then they run for about 40 minutes. The transmitters color match with the car to avoid confusion. Uh, The track is modular with corner and straight pieces that you are able to configure in unlimited possibilities. Literally takes 30 seconds to change. Joe 3 did the track layout that was... uh, at um Thunder Road, Chris came and did a demonstration at Thunder Road. him and Joe three built it on the table It's just really easy like puzzle piece type deals sure yeah, but yeah, you can change as many times as you want there's even a free phone app that uh you can do lap counting with up to, with up to four racers um, so with the rental you would get six micro RC cars with matching transmitters, a huge assortment of trans track pieces, a multi-charger, and instructions, all for $60 for a 24-hour rental. These would be great for an inexpensive birthday party, a family fun night, a holiday gathering with relatives, even hanging out with buddies or a team building work function. Um, So you can book them on the website at partycrashersrc.com. Or give them a call at 763-501-4872. And of course, they still do their 110th RC parties anywhere you want in the community at events. So check out their website or their Facebook page, the Party Crashers RC Racing on Facebook. Dude, um, did you see the one party he did before winter hit?
1: No, tell me about it.
0: Beautiful backdrop. He set it up in this dude's backyard, and it's just a beautiful lake scene in the back. Nice. Dude, it was awesome. It's like, why can't I get invited to those parties? (laughs) It looked like a great time. Cool. Yeah. Oh, dude, the kids. So my own personal testimony, me and Austin messed around with them together, and it was fun. The kids would not stop they have 110 scale buggies to run but no i want to run these it's like come on (laughs) so yeah man they're awesome yeah um so yeah let's get some tech inspection we had a few questions today let me bring up the screenshots Uh, Fritz Grimm is wondering roll bars when should I be looking for them as a setup option and then he added on to that not just when to use them I was thinking when to start messing with them as a tweaking option for example any carpet buggy will have sway bars in the kit what is the priority of messing with them in tuning versus other options well Do you want me to go on this one, or do you want to go on this
1: one? I don't ever really tune them, so take it away, Joe.
0: So I don't tune them on carpet. I tune them with 1A scale a lot. Because what can happen is you can be too stiff in the rear. There's a fine balance you can be too stiff in the rear and it just doesn't allow your suspension to work independently enough to give you full grip. But yeah. then let's say you get too light. It's like, you'll go into the corner. It'll like start to work if you're too light. And then it will like snap type deal, like snap loose. Um, for the front. If you need more steering, you go lighter if you need, le- if you need less smoother steering, you go heavier. And in the rear, man, let's say on carpet, I don't ever really need, I, I, I put the, the stock associated ones or what we all run and I haven't really needed to go away from that. Okay. But in the rear, it's, you know, same deal, but. You'll, you'll like fall on your face in the corner if you go too light and then it'll be too stiff and too much of like a unis suspension if you go too heavy. Hmm. So, you know, let's say a track's really blown out and loose. You'd think, Hey man, maybe I'd go lighter, but what if the divots are super deep? You might want to go heavier to stay on top of them. Just a thought. I don't know. I'll I'll tell you what, JQ's got a crazy video on them. I hate to bring you over there because I hate to kind of give you half answers, but I mean I mess with them on the rear of the nitro buggy and the A scale buggy, but that's all I really do. I don't mess sure. with them anywhere else. Um I was messing with them with the with the mini truggy when I was running that uh conversion. It almost seemed like I couldn't get stiff enough because it seemed like it would, like, the stiffer I went, the better it got. But it's like I'm going into the corner, it's, like, halfway through the corner, it would just stop. Like, the the sway bar would, like, unload on itself, and the truck would just stop in the middle of the corner. Techno, I don't have that issue. I got whatever's on there, and it's fine. I have every sway bar for all my cars. I just never change them. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see here. Let's go back here. Um. Joy Fitzsimmons says live over the phone interview with some of the Omaha racers this weekend. Man, no. I I, I got a busy weekend. We're racing at the five ten Saturday. I don't. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a trophy race at the 510 December 11th. Cool. The last one was big.
1: So, hopefully. yeah, no doubt it was. Uh you think uh think they'll be looking for something like that again?
0: I would guess around more 80ish entries because you got a lot of guys going down to Omaha that weekend. Okay. But still a very solid day. Um There were 95 entries on a standard points day at Thunder Road last week, which I thought was cool. But I really – I thought it was really weird because for the trophy race that was there a few couple weeks prior to that, there was 70. You'd think it would have been vice versa. Right. But, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so – Yeah, I'll I'll be, and there's also UFC pay-per-view, so there's zero chance of that happening. (laughs) Okay. Jeremiah Lukasavitz is wondering who would be game for one-fifth scale Diamond Oval in Ogilvy. Sounds like their plan for the summer track is already roughed in, and they're saying that there's some kind of cheap version car you get on it. I'll say this, Jeremiah. Fist scale, you got to do it right. Um, and I don't have the money to do it right. Right. But, dude, fist scale, I have never done the oval, but I've screwed around with the Formula 1s, and the Formula 1s are a blast. I could imagine the oval cars being just as fun. I could see I could see people like um, Philip Jones and your uncle and a couple other guys doing something similar. So. (sighs) Keith Hodges, what do you do or recommend for routine maintenance between rounds and races, assuming no obvious breakages? Well, I don't do much, but I think I do more than Ryan. What do you think, Ryan?
1: (laughs) yes i'd say that's accurate
0: so i eyeball all four well it depends so if everything worked the way it was supposed to i just eyeball all four corners make sure none of my tie rods got caved in make sure no tire is leaned in funky um and i just check the ride height if let's say like saturday before the main on my wheeler the ride height was like Two or three millimeters too high. And I'm like, that's not right because I check it before every run. And I just bled the shocks. But if it was within a millimeter, I just would have turned the collars. Sure. But, yeah, I just check the ride height, eyeball the camber, and, yeah, that's all. Um, On clay, I clean my tires with window cleaner, with glass cleaner. Some don't even do that, um, which is fine. Uh Cam is wondering, now that one tenth scale is going well for the season, how do you think the split between of carpet and clay off road is going? Is one stronger than the other for turnouts? People doing both or picking one versus the other? <sighs> I'm trying to do both right now, but with more of an emphasis on carpet. And there's a lot of guys like that. There's a lot of guys doing clay with more of emphasis on car or more of an emphasis on clay, but doing carpet. Alan Smith raced on Saturday at Thunder. Oh yeah, yeah, he doubled up on busy Thunder. busy guy
1: because he went back on Sunday.
0: Yeah, he doubled up on Thunder. So I mean, there's. <sighs> If you're going to, uh, I don't know, You, it's so hard to evenly split your time and do the, like, you got to choose one to be serious with and one to have fun with because if you go every other week between the two, you're just going to do mediocre. So I've been doing mainly carpet with the clay race sprinkled here or there. And if you like clay but you still want to race a little on carpet, do the opposite. It's way easier to go to carpet than it is clay. For right. sure. So yeah, I, I would say I don't know man. I I think I think it's fun to split it, but it would be easier if I chose one or the other. Um, Jeremy Oldham says, not a question, but would like to hear your guys do some silly season guesses. Yeah, we just did some. Do you have any more silly season guesses?
1: I don't really follow those guys anymore. Um, just, just curious about Rana Falk for the most part. Um, I, I would assume Ongaro's still with associated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, other than that, um, yeah, if Mayfield's not going to switch teams and whatnot, pretty much, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see exactly what Rana Falk does. I want to see what Mayfield does for 10th scale. Yeah, I don't really care about that.
0: I know you don't,
1: but. Because it's it's not this watching him do 10th scale isn't like watching him do 8th scale. You're
0: right, and you know what? Watching Dakota do ten scale is something special. It really is. Um, so let's say Born Horse gets dropped from Techno. Do you think? Who do you think is going to be the number two guy? Do you think they're going to battle that out this year? Between. Between Jones. Jared and Van Dalen.
1: Oh, um God, it's it's still gotta be it's still gotta be Tebow, doesn't it? Tebow's number one. Tebow's the number one guy on Give that him to team. me again. I'm sorry, I'm trying I'm selling my truck and T- you're fine. labels and I'm doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Hey, give me the rundown again. It was Jones, Van Dalen, and who?
0: And Jared Wiggins. That's what I should have oh, said Wiggins. Wiggins.
1: Sorry. Did you say Wiggins or I did said you say Jared. Tebow?
0: I said Jared. Okay. So no, here's the thing with Wiggins. Between Seth and Jones, huh? Wiggins doesn't have the talent that Van Dalen and Jones has. But his work ethic is bar none. And he also works for Techno's R&D. And he also moved from Illinois to Texas so he could run more. Wow. Yeah. He's taken this shit really seriously. Apparently. To where, man, I mean, yeah. Techno came out with their new Truggy too. That's going to be interesting to see. You know, Tech Truggy is really the third class, but I still pay attention to it because it's still fun to see how how it
1: translates for some drivers. The third but class, not as, you think it comes after what? E buggy. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. Man, I couldn't, I couldn't care less about who wins e buggy at a big race. E buggys worldwide. what?
0: it's not an FMAR class but it's a world class for sure it just does
1: it does nothing for me on that stage
0: yeah i mean i get it but um yeah techno man that's an interesting scenario they could use another guy on the a scale oh Right now, on the American side for Team Associated, all you have really is Spencer. You got Spencer Rivkin. You got a couple guys that are kind of on the come up, and they kind of make A's here and there. You got a shit ton of ten scale guys. Do you yeah. think? Do you think they're going to make Matt Gonzalez run? Well, I know they're going to make him run mod next year. Do you think they're going to make him run an A scale too? <laughs>
1: You know, I don't really care. Yeah. Once, once the kid shows something in mod or in eighth scale, then I'll start giving a shit. But I've been seeing his name in the stock class for way too long to give one little fuck about it. Right on,
0: right on. Um, Dwayne, Not that I nothing no. against
1: the kid personally. I've I've never met him. um he appears to be a a pleasant individual. Yeah. So. I'm sure I'm sure people at the track like him.
0: Yeah, no, he's a good dude. Um, one thing, uh, this is rumor, but I know some drivers who have this deal, Um, he's getting his travel paid to run stock to where if he was a bottom of a A driver in mod, I don't know if he'd be having his travel paid. Right. He might just be 100% driver with a little bit of perks here and there. Right. So maybe he's doing what he can to further his career. I don't know.
1: Yeah, or just extend it.
0: You know, I kind of wish we knew what these guys got paid. You know, like when Lewis Hamilton signs a big contract, you get the numbers. When whatever NBA or NFL player, you get the numbers. You do not get the numbers from RC Racers. Now, I've heard, like, let's say Mugen. I've heard salary for, let's say, Mayfield is as low as 2500 a month. But then also, I heard from higher ups that that's bullshitting. It's getting paid way more. Okay. But it's like, who knows? Who knows what they're getting paid? And is this a dream your child should have? You know, <laughs> that one, right. let's say your child's 1% of 1%. Do you think $100,000 a year is good enough? Fuck no. Fuck no. I mean, it's good enough if you're at home with your family.
1: Versus what you have to put into it.
0: Yeah, exactly. The work and their love. Well, they they they're, got to go cover all
1: that travel and stuff
0: too. Well, the companies cover the travel. Maybe. Uh, if, if they're... Tebow or Mayfield or whoever, whatever companies cover the travel.
1: We don't know that it's all covered. Uh, I mean, we don't know that they just get to go wherever they want any old weekend. You know, I'm sure there's a budget for it, and I, I bet you at some points they're going into their pocket a little bit.
0: Sometimes maybe, but like when the Drakes came to Minnesota, the MNRC had to pay every dime of that. Which is
1: that was a long time ago.
0: It was, but that's fair. Mm,
1: but it, that was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, but if you want these pros to come to your non A level event, you gotta pay out of pocket. Sure, but that's the thing, though. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're at home with your family and uh, yeah, a hundred grand a year is great, but dude, you should see. It's almost disgust. Like, when you watch pros unpack their, for their, the pits for the weekend, it's almost disgust on their face. You (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this shit again. What if this local fast kid beats me and then I'm never going to fucking live it down on Facebook type thing. Right. It's like, yeah, you got to feel for some of those guys because Nobody comes into this hobby thinking, A, they're going to be a pro, and B, hating it. That hatred is, it's almost like the better and the more they get sponsored and the more they get paid, the hatred grows and grows and grows and grows. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there's... some. Um, Some local guys doing crawling stuff and oval stuff because it brings the fun back for them. I know, um, what's a track on Ogilvy Hobby Farm? They've been doing well this winter and so is Tease because, man, people are just having fun on the oval. Because they're actually having fun and it's not a stressful situation. Yeah. I don't even remember how I got on that. Anyway, uh, Dwayne Fisher is wondering, why do people forget how to drive when the first snow hits? I don't know, man. It's bad, though. Do you have to work on the crane in this weather? Um,
1: Physically work on it?
0: Well, be outside and...
1: Oh, yeah, I'm outside all year. Yeah, they're... The best thing that can happen on a day like that, well, like today we probably would have got winded out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't work today. And best case scenario, you're doing something where we only make uh, several picks in the day as opposed to making 70 or 80 picks, a really high volume day. Okay. Um. So if you're if you're not making a ton of picks like that and... He's not. He's obviously not going to be expecting me to be out there and waxing on the rig and you know cleaning, washing, doing maintenance and stuff when it's you know a 10 below wind chill. Yep. So get the get the lower unit of the crane fired up and I'll get the heat rolling and stay to, stay in there as long as I possibly can, be comfortable, listen to podcasts and just wait for that hook to either. And that's if I can be on the ground, if I'm, you know, if I'm up on the roof or if I'm somewhere else on the job site and I'm signaling the crane and taking the load off of it, then then I'm just kind of screwed and I got to put as much clothing on as I can fit and just deal with it. That's the... You know, we all picked our jobs. Right, right. So I, I knew that was going to be the case when I picked it, and I just got to deal with that horrible, awful fact. Yep, yep.
0: Uh,
1: Donald Tolbert
0: goes, not a question, but gateway race, any number 28 fans? I don't know. I'm guessing that's a big dirt oval race. Do you know what that is? I've never heard of it. Because he's saying plus Wasoda Champ was there. Modified with Soda Champ, so I'm... Okay. Um, You know, I only follow what Brent Larson and Justin A-Strike and when Trent Fulmer raced. I only follow those guys because they're guys I actually know. Sure. I don't... And also, you know, I enjoy racing, and this is really... Really jagged, but I'm not a fan of anybody. I'm a 39-year-old man. I, I don't look up to anybody. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton won again, woohoo! and then he'll post some BS, and then maybe Max Verstappen will get on to. And it's like, great, awesome, but you know what? I bet neither one of those guys would piss on me if I were on fire. So we got one last question from Greg Gerton. He goes, I see M17s going up for sale everywhere. Do you think a new radio's coming? It's about that time, will not you say? Oh, yeah, it's beyond about that time. M17 came out in 2017-ish. Maybe late twenty sixteen? Yeah, it's about that time. And yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I I think he so he's got the original M twelve. And I think he's just trying to talk himself out of buying an M seventeen right now, which is the right thing to do. Cause I do think a new radio's coming. And I do think Team Associated going to come out with a new 1A scale nitro buggy by springtime. And I do think Mugen's coming out with a new buggy. Those three you could almost be certain of. Because, like, I know exactly what he's talking about. Because Troy Gubbins goes, I only saw mine go for sale today. It's like, nah, you're not on. I saw like three or four go for sale today. And not for a lot of money either four to 450 with receivers and accessories and whatnot so yeah man keep your eyes peeled or hey there's nothing wrong with getting an m17 either i mean this is a good time to get a good price on a really nice radio so yeah do you have anything else
1: I mean, I I don't I didn't even, I hardly showed up with any content. So can can you run out of content if well, you didn't really bring anything to the party? I don't know. I uh, went racing. Yeah, that's good. First time since June. Yeah. So
0: everybody get your ran out of talent shirts and other shirts. Check out their whole inventory. If you don't get a ran out of talent shirt, go to get another shirt at pwrmerch.com they got something for everybody um check out party crashers
1: um yeah get those guys from party crashers to do a corporate event for you yeah dude do some t- do some team building
0: and you know what for your little kid's birthday party let's say you want to have a party of 4 you can't get a party of 6 i think there were I think he had six cars. Yeah, he's got six cars. You're not going to have any better entertainment for 60 bucks. So check out Party Crashers on Facebook or go to PartyCrashersRC.com or give them a call at 763-501-4872. All right, Ryan, you got one more episode after this, you think? Yep. All right, sounds good. One more as
1: your regular.
0: Yeah. Co-host. Yeah, you can come on anytime you like. Appreciate so. that, Joe. Oh yeah. So anyways, guys, um we'll see you in a couple weeks. We've ran out of talent.